We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And we're joined now by Keith Hernandez. <coughs> Keith, welcome. How are you? Hey, Mike. How are you? Very good, thanks. Good, Keith. Keith, give me uh, where are the Mets right now in your uh, estimate? Uh, in the season, as a team, where, where, where are the, what, what are the Mets right now? That's a it's a tough question, uh, Mike. And you mentioned it. They're nineteen and eleven at a home, and this was a team that had a difficulty playing at home in the past, the near future, uh, and the near past. And uh, they're struggling on the road. I mean, they've they've had two really bad road trips. I think a lot of it has to do with the youth on the team. This is a different team than it was um, uh, last year, a couple years ago. They've got a lot of young players now that play with a lot of enthusiasm. They're getting baptism by fire um and it's you know it's tougher to play on the road for particularly for the youngsters um it's really uh i just think it's going to boil down to the starting rotation uh degrom and Syndergaard if they can get on a roll uh, and pitch like they're capable uh and they haven't pitched poorly uh, they've been erratic uh you know uh, wheeler and Matt have been splendid and vargas of late has pitched last six starts has been great. So if you figure the big one, two guys can kick it into gear. I mean, who would have thought, and here we are in the middle of June that DeGrom would have three wins. Uh, that would be three and six. Uh, so, um, everybody has their uh, blemishes. There's no really, really, really front runner. The Mets are five back. They're very much in the thick of it. It's a lot of season left. Uh, Alonzo, the bat's been overwhelming. The power has been overwhelming. The defense hasn't been bad, Keith. You know, we heard he was a butcher. He hasn't really been that bad at first base. We heard that he was a uh, butcher would be the right word, and he is definitely not. He is uh, quite capable over there. He's got good hands, whatever he can get to. He's steady. Um, he's got good uh, footwork around the base. He's a, you know, he does. He's not... Agile, he's a big early no. guy. Even makes but the he, three six three. He'll make the throw to second base. Okay, he's not bad. He he makes that throw great. He makes the three one to the pitcher covering real well. Um, he is not a liability in the field, and he is most dangerous at the plate. Yeah, he's a slugger, no question. Absolutely. Dom Smith, uh, now we know he's going to be a first tonight. We know he's the more polished glove, so Alonzo will DH, take advantage of that. I said I'd like to see, before they trade him off for a B reliever, I'd like to see Dom Smith as an everyday player just to see if he's a real hitter or not. Well, you know, they can, they're trying to find ways to play him. They've played uh, a J.D. Davis out in left field, and, you know, that's a, J.D. is an infielder. He's a third yes. baseman, second baseman. And, he's you know, an he's adventure. Had his problem. Yeah, he's, he's an had adventure. Problem. Yeah, and, uh, you know, so Dom out in left, it's really this, it's a trade-off. Um they do want to get his bat in the lineup, and uh, he has done a terrific job off the bench and with his role as far as spot playing, too. Um, I just really think that it's the new um, management, uh, uh, the, the new regime that's evaluating Van Wagenen's crew. 
I think that they look more favorably upon Dom, or right? I think with all under Alderson, um, he didn't really uh, strike their fancy. And I think, it, uh, you know, players can sense that. It was, uh, and I think it affects their play. And uh, I think the fact that Dom has been embraced and, and has looked favorably upon by the front office, I think it's reflective of how he's played this year. You know, it's funny. The, the Mets have, first of all, they didn't know what they had in McNeil and uh, Alonzo. If they did, they wouldn't have stacked the team with so many corners. And and that's not even counting Lowry. And they have outfielders who can hit and can't catch the ball. And then they have outfielders who can catch the ball and can't hit. That's a tough combination. It really is, you know? I mean, because, you know, Ligaris, we've been waiting all these years. He just doesn't hit. Well, you know, if Juan could hit uh, 260, uh, you'd you'd love him in center field, particularly with our corner outfielders, especially if we're going to have J.D. Davis and or Tom right. Smith in left field, and uh, Conforto, who does a good job. Conforto's not a, a bad outfielder. Conforto's quite competent out there. Does a good right. job in the outfield. What he can get to, uh, he's pretty solid. But you need a center fielder to go and be able to cover a lot of ground in the in the, in the both gaps. And Lagares would be perfect for it, obviously. I mean, he's the best center fielder that we have defensively. Uh, Nemo is probably number two. Uh, you know, so Nemo hasn't hit. Uh, he's had a tough time as well. And who knows if that bulging disc in his neck had had some effect there? I got to believe it probably did. But he's rehabbing, and he'll be back shortly. So I don't know what to tell you. It's kind of this. I'm waiting for this team to kind of um, to meld. Uh, you know, it, it's a lot of new pieces here. Uh, it's a new direction, and it's, I mean, Rome wasn't built in a day. I'm just kind of waiting for it to kind of click. You know, Frazier's been red hot. Frazier's done a good time. job, you know, and I buried him. I thought he was done, so I said, you don't need him around here. He's extra, extra baggage, and you know what? He's actually played really well. He really has. Well, you know what? He had the oblique, and uh, he missed a lot of spring and a lot of the beginning of the season. And, you know, I got to think, I never had an oblique, but, you know, it's a lot of trunk twisting and hitting, and you know, you know, you gotta be wondering in the back of your mind, guys, this is swing. I'm gonna hurt it again. And he missed a lot of time. And you know, Todd's not in his twenties anymore, and he just he got off to a really a terrible start. And I, and that for me, I thought that maybe uh, he wasn't gonna pull out of it. I myself, uh, but uh, he's hung in there, and um, he has earned the playing time. And plus, no, he's done a good job, he, he, and he can he, feel too. He gives it. He yeah. gives a, you took the words out of my yep. mouth. He yep. really gives us a solid, solid glove at third base. Yep, and now with Cano, I mean, listen, uh, we I thought McNeil was going to need third to play every day because you got to get his bat in there every day. I figured Cano would be a fixture, and Cano has been invisible, and I, that's the most stunning thing to me. I never thought – I talked to Cano in spring training when he was leading the majors in hitting. He was leading the majors in hits. He said, I'm going to have a huge year. I believed him. He had a great opening day, and he has had a nightmare. Uh, he, um, I always cringe when you waste hits in March. And, you know, Cano was just uh, just had a spring training. You know, yeah, at 420 or 430, something oh, like that. Yeah, And hit everything hard. And he tapered off towards the end, and I was a little, you know, a little bit concerned because he can only stay hot for so long. And I certainly didn't want him to waste – too many hits down in spring training, and you know it just uh, he got off to a tough start, hit the 250, and um, you know he just really hasn't hasn't got it done. Um, I still, I mean, he's a a guy that's 
on his way to maybe hopefully if he stays healthy, 3,000 hits. I mean, he's hit his whole life. Yes. Um, I don't think he's at the point where he's lost Either that I. little bit of reflex. I, he, I don't he think yet. Still hit. Yeah, I think he, he can, can too. He can still hit. And it's just a matter of he needs to get out there and play, and he'll get hot sooner or later. I think so, too. I agree with you on that. I've never seen Cano not hit for any length of time. And the guy, as you said, he's, he's he has a good chance to get 3,000 hits if he stays healthy, but we haven't seen it out of him. You know, it's almost like there's always a breakdown, you know, whether it's bullpen, whether it's a starting pitching, which, as you said, has been up and down. The lineup, it's like they almost always – but they're not that bad off. I mean, they're only a game under 500. I know people are disappointed with that, but that's not crazy bad. I mean, it's a game under 500. They haven't been good on the road. The bullpen's been shaky. Uh, nothing's been great yet except Alonzo. And you know what? They, it's, you know, it's not like they're, they're not terrible. I mean, you just wait to see if they can kind of put the pieces together. And I think with, I was just talking to John Smoltz who's here, and he still likes the Mets in the East. He said with that pitching, and pitching's the name of the game, and with the starting rotation, with Matt's lifting his game, elevating his game, uh, Wheeler's throwing good. Wheeler just seems to get uh, give up a home run in the latter part of the game and uh, in a tight game that winds up getting a no decision. But Wheeler's been throwing very, uh, very good. And you know, if you get Degrom and and Syndergaard in the act, I and mean, you've got fun those those guys out there. I mean, Vargas is pulling his weight of late too. Uh, you know, you've got pitching, starting pitching you can run out there. And and, and Callaway has been pushing the starting pitching. And I've always been, you know. Forget this hundred pitches. Give me seven innings. Okay, I'll take. I'll meet you halfway. Right. Get, let him go. Get me seven innings so I can get to my 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 bridge in the bullpen and my closer. You know, that's just give me that. If it's a hundred pitches, or or it's a hundred and twenty pitches, but get seven out of them. Don't just yank them because it's a hundred pitches and the guy's throwing a good game. And then and Callaway has been pushing pushing the starters. What do you think? Is the bullpen salvageable, or do they need new pieces? Um, I they could use a few new pieces. I, I'd like to see them get a left-hander. Uh, we're gonna get, hopefully we'll be getting the, uh, the the our, the lefty back off the pen. Yep. Now he's rehabbing tonight. Uh, yep. well, I can't think of his name right now. Wilson, that's, that's yeah, battle. Wilson, okay. yeah. Yep. I I like him. Uh, you know, he's solid. He's a veteran. He's he goes after hitters. Um. We could probably use one more. You know, Familia's got to... He's got to pull his weight. got to pick Absolutely. it up. He's, Absolutely. Yeah, and, you know, that's been a big surprise. And uh, But his last two times out, Familia's thrown great. You know, getting that old sinker back. Uh, he just he just loses control and command once in a while. And, um, so, and you know, and Diaz has, you know, Diaz has had his problems. He's, had his, he's, he's been hit pretty hard. He's starting to get his act together now. So, you know, it's a lot of... It, this is a team that has got a lot of new pieces and it takes a while to meld into a unit and i think with all the young youth here that's so exuberant i really like the spirit that they bring alonzo runs everything out hard so does mcneil they play hard they play to win and i like their enthusiasm i think it's a great blend and it's just a matter okay how long will it take for this team to kind of mesh it may not happen this year it may happen next year but I think they got a foundation here that they can build on and make this club get better and better as, as the years go by. I'm talking with Keith Hernandez. Do you think Mickey is uh, acting like a guy who's under the gun, or do you think he's connecting with his team? I, my feeling is that the team uh, likes him very much and likes playing for him. 
and that and, and that's a good thing for Mickey. He's under siege. There's no question. He's good. He was went through a period where he was gonna, and the sharks were circling. And um, but he's held up. Uh, the team has hung around. I mean, if you take if they can just get their act together on the road. I mean, they've won what? Uh, oh, their record is like abysmal. The last yes, uh, I think four and seventeen. I think four and seventeen. Yeah. yeah. So the road is just has just killed them. But then again, like I say, you got a lot of young players and playing on the road. They will learn to thrive on the road. They got a good foundation on this ball club, and I, I, I said it. I, I made a big bold statement, and it just struck me. I've been trying to figure out Alonzo's who he lo- reminds me of. Who does he? And he, re- and he reminds me a little bit of Harmon Killebrew, that big wow. power swing. Wow. Uh, uh, and I, I, he's, you know what? He's very disciplined, Mike, at the plate. That's a compliment. Big compliment. That is a compliment. And yeah. I, I wouldn't say it. I, would, I just wouldn't. I saw Homan Killebrew play in person, too. He was a boy. He hit the ball so hard. It was un, he was slow as a horse, but he hit the ball so hard. It was unbelievable. Right. And then Lonzo takes that kind of. He does. Big, I mean, powerful swing, and it's not a long swing. And he hits the ball he's the got, other way, too, which is good. And you know yeah, what else? He hits late in games, which is good, too. Yes, he's been, and he's got a good discipline. He's got he's he takes pitches. He keeps the shoulder in. Uh, he's learning. He can look bad sometimes. Uh, pitches will, he'll chase once in a while, but he never he never uh, wanders off his path. He stays with his approach. He's very disciplined. He hasn't got a temper. I haven't seen him throw a helmet or, or get mad when he he just comes and puts his helmet down. He's very very. Uh, for a young man. Yeah, he's and he's been great, absolutely. And you know, it's right. It's hard to find the right-handed hitter. You 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 have one there in Killebrew because he's not as good a hitter as Piazza was. I mean, Piazza was a better hitter. No. I mean, you know, so uh, yeah. three hundred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this guy's going to be this guy's going to be a two fifty, two sixty hitter with a lot of homers, right? Isn't that what you figure? He is. A, he's a, in our generation. He was. A, he's a quintessential cleanup hitter. Yes. Yes, that's, that's what he Joe, is. Joe Adcock, and Joe Adcock that, kind of guy. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And when you yeah. you've got Conforto behind him, who right. has been consistent but got power, that's a good left-right combination. I, I, yeah, and you know McNeil's a three hundred hitter too. That guy could hit three hundred any day. I mean, that guy he puts the bat on the ball, he can hit three hundred. He's got a good eye at the place. Another guy with good plate discipline and a good knowledge of the strike zone, and a very very tough two strike hitter. Yes, puts the bat on the I mean, ball. He, he can yeah. look bad a couple times. He'll yep. chase, but when he gets two strikes, he just bears down. Well, you called it the out. other day. You called it the other day when he looked bad, and then you said he's going to put the bat on the ball here with two strikes, and he dunked it over the shortstop's head to tie up the game. Yep. Yes, he did. Yeah, and you know, you called it. You said he was going to do it. He did. He, uh, but he's he does a good he does a very good job there. He's got a good idea, uh, like you said. I think he's and I want to see what Smith is. I can't figure out if Smith's going to be good or he's just going to be okay. I can't get a read on him. I'd like to see him play for a couple of weeks and see what kind of hitter he really is. He really needs an opportunity to play every day. It's it's a tough it's tough to be a spot player and uh you know uh, he's he's done a terrific job uh, with the role he's had here. But I, I agree with you. The only way we're going to find out is let, let him go out there and play every day. But 
You know, but where are you going to play him? You have to run him out. In left yeah, field. to run him in left field, and I, I know he's not that good out there. But you'd have to do that. I'll tell you, Rosario is a guy that you know he's going to wind up putting up pretty good numbers at shortstop. The guy hits the ball the other way all the time, and yep. he hits it the other way with power. So that guy could wind up hitting twenty homers and thirty-five doubles for your shortstop if he catches the ball. He's going to be a pretty good player. And another guy that I forgot, I didn't mention him. Another guy. That's yeah, he's not a bad offensive team. player, you know. You know, we followed uh, Cano came and he was uh, like glued to Cano, and Cano hit the ball to the opposite field, drove the ball to the opposite field, all spring training. And Rosario, it clicked with him, and that's what Rosario's doing. Hey, when you hit the ball to the opposite field, uh, you let the ball get deeper. It makes you a better breaking ball hitter. It makes you a better off-speed hitter. And, and you know, Cano you told me. Cano told me he was going to be good. He said to me, you know, the kid's going to be really good. I go, what kid? He goes, Rosario. I said, really? He goes, I'm telling you, Rosario's got a world of talent. He's going to be a really big player. I was surprised he said that, to be honest with you. Well, Rosario, under Alderson's regime, which was walks and not swinging at bad pitches, Rosario is a free swinger, and you cannot put – you cannot put the bit in the mouth and, and pull the reins on a on a hitter like him. It's like Manny Sanguian. Gotcha. Are you going to get Manny Sanguian and tell him he's got to no? You got to let, let him swing the bat. Let him swing. Yeah. And you know, and either Rosario is going to learn or he's not going to learn, and he's learning. And I think Cano, all his value so far this year has been what he brought and showed. Rosario in spring training about going the other way. It's made Rosario a better hitter. Plus, Rosario hits in the clutch, too. He's a pretty good clutch hitter. I agree. We're talking about Keith Hernandez. Now, one before you leave. Listen, you were uh, you played this game a long time. You're a great student of the game. You also played on the infield, and you played closer to, anybody, to the plate than just about anybody alive all those years uh, with, with the bunt play. How... How live is this baseball that they're hitting out of the ballpark? I mean, the opposite field, half swing home runs. I mean, have you ever in your life seen the ball jump out of the ballpark like it did the, the has this year? It's jumping out of the ballpark like it did in the steroid era. I think even more so. I mean, I, I see outfielders running after fly balls. They think they got it, and then all of a sudden they run into the wall. Or they run out of room. That I mean, Frazier one the other day, that Frazier one looked like it was going to be maybe in medium left field, and it went in the seats. That was the one-handed one. But you yep. know what? I said I said on the air, I've hit a couple home runs like that where you're out in front, you let go with one hand, and it's you just you you, you hit it like like um, Kurt Gibson off Eckersley. Yep. In the World Series, you just click it. It you out with one hand, you're out in front, and you just. Your wrist, everything is the perfect timing, and the you, ball goes a long way. Gibson did it. I did it a few times. Uh, and it's just like when you're a golfer, I guess, when he really clicks a drive off the tee and he hits it just perfectly. Um, now, But the ball the ball is no question that the ball is juiced. It was all, it was all pitching last year, uh, not, no runs, and um, they've done something to correct that, and I hope that they come to their senses and uh, – deaden that ball a little bit and let's get some more doubles in the gap and guys scoring from first. It's much more exciting than watching home runs, strikeouts and walks. I had Pete Rose in studio last week and you know, he came to promote his new book and, and he, he's been in my studio a bunch of times. So I've known him through the years. He came in and he said to me, 
doesn't baseball stink? And I said, he goes, isn't it impossible to watch? You want to call this baseball? You see one guy at a home run, then you don't see any action for six innings? He says, this isn't baseball. He says, this is not baseball. He says, I don't like the way they teach these hitters. He says, I don't like the way they approach the plate. I don't like anything about this game right now. Now, he's an well, old-fashioned guy, but you, you come from kind of the same era as he did. I uh, tend to... So uh, I feel the same way that uh, there's I don't pay attention to strikeouts anymore in pitchers. I I look at the strikeouts and I I they're they're they're, oh, they're not meaningless, but they don't have the import that they used to. Uh, the home runs this year now I, I mean they're they're commonplace and um, it, nothing special about them. I mean it's it's just. I mean, we're hitting five home runs. We're hitting home runs at our ballpark now, City Field. Well, they brought the fences in, Mike, twice. You know that. Yep. Alderson. Everybody, I remember the first year with that big, we used to call it the Great Wall of Flushing in, in yep. the left center field. Everybody making a right-hand turn going, holy cow. It really was like almost like the Astrodome. I remember and when Jesse, Jorge Posada was the first one who got one out there to left center field. Everyone went crazy. Yep. And uh, now they're going out over the old wall like hotcakes, like hotcakes. So I, I listened to a couple pitchers in April talking about how the ball, we've heard it all before. Yep. So I, I know, I, I, I don't know, I can't say definitively, but I suspect that uh, Major League Baseball wanted more runs, and um, it's the wrong way to go about it. Make the ballparks bigger. These guys are bigger and stronger. They do hit the ball a lot further. Make the ballparks bigger. And it makes it more exciting. When you've got bigger ballparks, you've got balls in the gap, you've got runners running, uh, trying to score on, on a double from first. Nothing more exciting than the play, a close play at the plate, even though they've taken that away. You can't knock a catcher down. You can't take a guy out at second base on a double play. I mean, there's just, there's just a lot of craziness. It is. Now, tell me this in, in closing. We're talking with Keith Hernandez. Do you like coming over to go to Yankee games for a couple of days? Do you like coming over and playing in the Subway Series, announcing the Subway Series? Do you like the games at Yankee Stadium? Uh, is it something different? I, uh, or do you enjoy yeah. it? I don't enjoy interleague play. I think it should just be the, the three and three. The Mets just play the Yankees three and three, and that's it. And somehow get back into where the National League's playing the National League, and maybe you play the other two divisions twice i'll accept that you know and uh but i enjoy coming here the only thing i don't enjoy mike is getting here the traffic <laughs> <laughs> well listen that that's something we can't do anything about anywhere in our city that's it listen enjoy yep. thanks thanks for coming on i appreciate it very much thanks okay mike thank you keith hernandez we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.